Ready, set, go! This is the Checkpoint XP Podcast. Check out our international radio show and daily podcast at CheckpointXP.com. Here are your hosts, Nate Bender, Robbie Landis, Norris Howard, and Joe Sloan. Checkpoint Reach. Hey, welcome into the Checkpoint XP Podcast on B-Pod Studios, the place to be for podcast discovery, exclusive, uncensored, and extended conversations from the nationally syndicated crew of the Checkpoint XP Radio Show. My name's Nate Bender, and I'm joined by nobody. It's just you and me, ladies and gentlemen. In fact, I'm actually coming to you from the old studio. It's actually kind of nice to fire up the old gear and just talk, you and me. Hey, while I've got your ear, listen, I want to remind you guys, Apple Podcasts is a thing. We're still going to read iTunes reviews, Apple Podcast reviews, whatever you want to call them. We're still going to read them here on the show. Uh, In fact, this makes me think that maybe we should start working in podcast reviews to the daily show as well uh we'll revisit that topic later but listen guys i don't have any itunes apple podcast reviews to read for you i'm sorry there are no new ones but there's good news you can fix that you can look up checkpoint xp on uh, apple Podcasts, itunes whatever you want to call it i'm still not terribly clear on what they want to call their their software now uh but look us up leave us a review and then guess what we're gonna read it here on the show and hey there's a pretty good chance if you leave a review we're gonna read it considering that i don't have any to read here so i bet you're wondering nate this is gonna be a pretty boring episode if it's just gonna be you and you know what i would agree but this week on the podcast we're featuring a really neat discussion during our studio grand opening we got to sit down with fellow podcaster and friend of the family i've known this girl for a long long time sarah jones host of the laughing in the dark podcast uh so why don't we check out that conversation oh here we go guest coming in yes hi there we love guests welcome welcome uh not yet not yet we'll let you know oh okay now it is okay if it's glowing red it's on okay good so welcome to the show thank you very excited to talk to you. I got to listen to a couple of your podcasts earlier oh, today. You did? Yes, what do you think? I, I was very impressed. Actually, oh, I really you. enjoyed them. It's a very unique concept, but we'll talk about it when we sure. when we get in. So, so, joining us now is Sarah Jones. She's the host of Laughing in the Dark. What's going on? How you doing? I'm doing good. Welcome I'm to the show. Glad to be back in Detroit. From yeah. Here. Are you originally from Detroit? Yeah. Oh, awesome. Metro Detroit. Full, full, full disclosure, actually, <laughs> Sarah is very close friends with my sister, Emily. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. So that's how that's how we know each other. But uh, so we wanted to talk to you about your podcast, Laughing in the Dark. That's right. Uh, it's a very unique title. So why don't you give everyone kind of a rundown of what the show's about? Okay, yeah. So um, I visit haunted places with comedians. So I thoroughly research the history and urban legends of the places that we visit and it's kind of like a history podcast, comedy podcast, not a ghost hunting show. Okay. I like to make the distinction. It's <laughs> got to, not, yeah, got to be clear about that yes, one. Yes. 
Yeah, this is not ghost adventures. No, no. So there's no, there's no like nothing, like absolutely nothing happening, and then someone goes, "What was that?" You're not exactly. walking around with the spectrometers. That's what I don't know. Do you? Can you guys curse on this show? Go for it. Have okay. a blast. What I say to everyone is, I don't bullshit my listeners. That's like my byline. So if something happens paranormal on the show, it's real. Well, and that, that's uh, what I actually appreciated about the kind of the end of the episode after you've had the conversation and now you're doing your wrap up and you're just like, like, so we stayed the night and, you know, we didn't really experience anything paranormal. It was definitely creepy, but we did. I wouldn't say we experienced anything paranormal. Or if you did kind of experience something where you're like, so this legitimately freaked us out, you'll yeah. kind of go over it. But yeah. it's not the focus of the show. It, that's like the no. last two, three minutes of the show. Yeah, definitely. Sometimes it happens during the recording, and we'll just leave that in. Something little, like we've had, uh, we did an episode last year in Nunica Cemetery, and the comic and I smelled a cigar smoking. Really? Yeah. Nothing was, nobody was around. Little things like that. Um, I actually just recorded an episode last week at the Whitney in Detroit. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I, wor- I worked next to the Whitney for a good three years. Have you at, been in there? At WDET. Yeah, I went in there once for God. Didn't we have like a banquet or yes, something yes, over there? Some dinner. Yeah, 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 we did. We've been in there once or twice. Yeah. Yeah, we. So this is a subtle, small thing, too, but it was just unexplained. While I was talking to my comic and telling the history and whatever, mm-hmm. the candle that was sitting in front of us went out on its own. Ooh. Oh. And the thing to me that was interesting is that the smoke didn't blow in a direct. Like if you blow out a candle, right. smoke will blow in a direction. Sure. The right. smoke went straight up in a line. All right. See, I've watched enough Supernatural to know that that was Supernatural. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I'm just sitting there like, do you see that? That was fucking weird. And my comic is flipping out like she was so scared the whole time i I, kind of want to talk about that you know when you hear the concept of the show the only like parallel i can draw in my head is like comedians in cars getting coffee or something like that i get compared to that a lot yeah Yeah. that's like the only like real comparison in my head but this is obviously like okay well instead of just hanging out in you know a 53 bentley we're gonna go to (laughs) wherever spooky place happens to be in this town i gotta ask who was been the most frightened guest you've had on the show Easy question. <laughs> Becky Bronstein from Portland, Oregon. I took her to the Lafayette Pioneer Cemetery in Lafayette, Oregon. Oh, gosh. It's this old Pioneer Cemetery. Mm-hmm. And uh, the coolest thing is in that cemetery, there's supposed to be like a witch, like an apparition of a witch. Ooh. And as we're walking up, I knew Becky was shitting her pants. I didn't want to see <laughs> at all. And as we're walking up, she goes, oh, I see an, a woman in there right now. And I was like, Okay. And I oh, just great. let it go. I didn't say anything about it, but she actually saw the spirit before we entered the cemetery. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> so oh. she already in there like, no, thank you. And me and my... No, well, she didn't know. She didn't she know. She thought it was, thought it was just somebody person. walking around. Oh. And I said nothing. Yeah. And, and yeah. When did you tell her? Did after you tell we her? Left. Oh, after you left. Yeah. As we're walking back, if you listen to the episode, you can hear her saying, "Wait, I saw that woman in there. Isn't that what people see here?" And I go, "Well, we're good. We're done. Like, don't worry about it." <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't until we got in the car that I was like, "You're safe, Becky. Everything's good." You uh, saw a fucking ghost tonight, though. Yeah, and if you if you haven't listened to the show, the way that you kind of format the episode is, you know, you'll introduce your guest, you'll you'll find a place that makes sense to sit down and do the show. You'll introduce your guest, yeah. you'll give them a chance to talk about themselves, and you'll joke, kind of loosen, you know, loosen the mood up a bit. Yeah, and then midway through the show, you'll start listing off all the hauntings that people see and exactly why this place is haunted. And a lot of times you can hear the guests get progressively more freaked out as you go through this. Yeah. That's a great yeah. way to do it. 
Yeah. So I, I have a cool question. Like, what is your what is your process in order to you know figure out what where you're gonna go, who how you're gonna take a specific uh, comedian to a specific place? Is it just geography, or do you go like I think this place will really spook out this person? Well, what it ends up being is. So for every location I do on Laughing in the Dark that you hear that's completed, there's about three to five other possible locations I could have gone to. So a lot of them I get denied or the yeah, schedule doesn't happen. work out. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't want a weird podcast happening in my happening place. In my yeah. place. Well, yeah. some people think it's bad press, which it really isn't. It's really not. There's no such yeah. thing as bad press. And I'm, well, I'm going to ask you say. about the Hot Lake Hotel in a minute. So. Absolutely. <laughs> no, I, I mean, but I mean, if 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 the the structure that you're going to isn't even like an operating business anymore, you know, something that, that's because I, I had a friend in college who uh, did something similar. It was a little bit more along the line of like ghost adventure. Adventures. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, there was a uh, uh, a boarding school that used to be used as a mental health facility Ooh. up in Mount Pleasant, mm-hmm. and it was still patrolled, and he wanted to go in there to, to do some filming, and they absolutely would not let him. Yeah, there's... Actually, tonight, I'm recording an episode at the Eloise, the oh, okay. abandoned asylum in yeah. Detroit. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, and for that one, I got permission. We're going to be in there. It's very kosher. But you... Yeah, you have to get permissions for everything, even cemeteries. You think you can just jump in there? You can't. You have to get permissions for everything. But so to your question of how I'm setting all of these up, Mm -hmm. I will find a location that has enough of a story that I think will be interesting, and I'll try to get permission. And if I do, I start my writing. And it's like four to six hours of, you've heard episodes, thorough research. Oh, yeah. Everything is cross-checked. Sometimes I send the research to the business to get it approved by them as well. uh, uh, Just the one I heard this morning, you did like a good 30 minutes on on the history of this place, why people think it's haunted, and literally like specific instances of what people have seen or experienced. Like it is very well researched. Thank you. Yeah, that's because for me, like when I see ghost shows, I don't like the gimmicky stuff. And I think what's interesting is the history. Is the history, Or yeah. the urban legends. Even sure. if you're like, this isn't true, but this is what people say. Right, <laughs> like, yeah. You know? So uh, I, I, when you're doing this, do you already have your comedian picked out, or is the comedian kind of the last part of the equation? It all kind of comes in together. So, like, I currently live in... Actually, I currently live in Portland, Oregon. I'm moving to Los Angeles in two weeks. Oh, wow. So I'm out... Thank you. I'm on the West Coast. So for doing episodes here and in Chicago and Lansing, I go by recommendation. Okay. So gotcha. and sometimes I have them send in tapes and like I'll approve. But basically I'm like, do I think I would have chemistry with this person? Sure. But what happens, I don't know why this happens, but I will take a comic to a location and somehow I always nail it that I'm they're like, this is my thing I'm scared of. Like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> like I had an episode uh, in Oregon, I don't know, a couple months ago I did, and we're talking in the car. I go, well, so hey, what what are you afraid of? Like, what's your thing? Haunted nuns. <laughs> well, he, he said, oh, I'm afraid of blood. Oh. And there was a vampire in his episode. Nice. Like, shit like that happens where you're like, you can't plan this. It's That's awesome. divine intervention. So, so I, I gotta know, like, what inspired the idea? What, uh, you know, was this was this something that, uh, you know, you kind of just fell on? Like, where, where did the, the inspiration for this come from? So, um, this is kind of a sad story, so heads up, but my dad actually passed away two years ago. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, he took his life. Oh, Oh, no. And I was, at the time, a pre-med student at Portland State University, and my mentor in neurology also took his life. 
Oh, wow. Oh, my yes. goodness. So Yikes. I was really focused on, okay, what do I want out of my life? Like, sure. What yeah. do I want it to look like? Yeah. And ironically, my inspiration was Anthony Bourdain. No who kidding. Later that who later year, that year. Oh, took oh my life. goodness. Oh, wow. I know. What a bummer. Well, yes. Yes. show. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but I was thinking... I want to do something like Bourdain. Like sure. I want to travel, but really get to know the culture of a place and like mm-hmm. really give it the respect it deserves. I don't know anything about food besides I like to eat it. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I do know about ghosts and I am passionate about ghosts, but I don't want to do anything gimmicky. I want like comedians with me. I want it to be lighthearted and fun. Sure. Yeah. So that's where it started and it just kind of snowballed. I like, I made a show that I would like to listen to, these are the main episodes. My mini-sodes are listeners that call in and tell me their ghost mm-hmm. stories. And it's just, turns out other people want to listen to it. Such, it's such a rad. unique idea. That's Thank really you. cool. Yeah, that's a, super cool. Did you did you ever have like a, a paranormal experience growing up that sort of like kicked off the interest in ghosts? Yeah, I did. Really? Did you really? Oh, wow. I did. Gotta hear and you about know it. who I told the first time? Emily Bender. No yes. oh. <laughs> Yeah. That's so, interesting. Yeah. I I've got my own ghost story to share with you before you leave here. Oh, today. I absolutely want to hear it. And I also got to know Emily's response to it, too. <laughs> absolutely. So, all right. I was in third grade, and I basically... Do you want the whole story, or should yeah, I sum no, it up? Go okay. for it. No, go ahead. Go all right. for it. All right. So, I'm laying in bed. I shared a room with my little sister. So, she has a little bed here. I have a little bed in the side. And my parents used to like to wake us up. They just flip the lights on, like "get mm-hmm. up, idiot!" <laughs> like you know. <laughs> and uh, so I'm laying in bed, and my eyes are shut, but I can tell that the lights just turned on. Mm-hmm. It's like you know, you can kind of see, like you know, the light just turned on. Sure. But your eyes are shut. Yeah. So I was kind of feeling like I'm exhausted. I don't want to get up. I have to go to school. Whatever. When I opened my eyes, the lights were off, which oh. made me like jump. Right. You know? yeah. Weird. Yeah. But I also felt the presence of someone female at the end of my bed. And I can't describe that besides just, I you just know. knew sure, yeah. the girl. Yeah. So I thought it was either my sister getting clothes out of our dresser or my mom about to be like, hey, honey, yeah, time right. to go. get up. Yeah. Um, and I open my eyes, the lights are off, and there's a woman standing at the end of my bed looking directly into my eyes. Ooh. But I didn't feel fear. I wasn't like afraid. It felt sure. very comfortable, like she's checking on me. And I'm kind of just waking up and like realizing like, this is a ghost. That's a ghost person. That's a ghost person. That's, That's a ghost, a ghost person. person. I'm glad you weren't afraid because I would never sleep in that bedroom <laughs> yeah. again. Like, <laughs> well, I think it was more of like a curiosity, and I didn't have a negative vibe. You know, uh, like right? Because I mean, a lot, a lot of times people talk about paranormal experiences, and they'll literally say like. It isn't what you see, it's how you feel from it. Right. Things will give yes. you a I'm in danger vibe or a this person is here to help me sort of vibe. And even not paranormal, like you can walk into a room and be like, something is you not can right here. Weird energy. energy. Yeah, 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 for sure. Exactly. Yeah. For sure. Exactly. And it, so it felt fine. And it wasn't until I kind of realized like, this is a ghost, maybe I get out of bed. And my foot hit the floor, that adrenaline rushed into me, and then I felt fear. Mm. I don't know what that was from. Maybe kind of realizing, oh, shit, it's a ghost. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I've just seen the paranormal. Yeah. Yeah. And I ran into my mom's room, and told, I was like, I just saw a ghost. And she was like, well, maybe it's an angel. It's the <laughs> Irish Catholic. Like, just that's know, always you know the what? response. That's interesting that she didn't just go, shut up, kid. That she just went, she saw per, you told her something paranormal, and she goes, like, almost more paranormal. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, to be honest, it was her way of being like, mm, you're, shut up. Yeah, <laughs> got it. was it. probably an angel. Go to bed. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, it's time to go to school. Uh, 
that day, I went to school, and at recess, I told my best friend at the time, Emily Bender, <laughs> guess what? I saw a fucking ghost today. She was... She was interested. Oh, okay, oh, okay. Oh, all right. She, she didn't just go, like, no, yeah, no, shut didn't. up. No. Yeah, she was like, friend. that's good cool. Friend. Oh, that's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's a good, remains This guy good over here, not a good friend. No, Yeah, no. he'd have told us to shut up. Yeah, no, I would have been like, that's way. not real. <laughs> but here's the thing. I've had my own kind of like ghost experience before, too. Yeah. So the first time I, I, I moved into the uh, uh, condo that I'm in now, and these guys know this because we, we recorded in there for like three years, but I have two doors that exit out into the hallway there's one that is sort of like your normal entrance you know to the to the apartment but then there's an additional door that's right off of the kitchen and so uh the first this is the very first night that i moved in there and uh i'm i'm hearing out in the hallway somebody pacing because like you know when you when you live in uh you know kind of an apartment building or something like that you can hear people moving and i could here you know like he was pacing uh, uh, sounded like he was pacing up and down the hallway and going up and down the stairs and i'm like okay what's going on here so i look out the the main door the people for the main door and i don't see anything but i'm still hearing the footsteps so very quietly because i'm i i'm aware that you can hear footsteps and i don't want whoever's pacing out there to just fuck off yeah. uh i very quietly sort of sneak over to the other door which has a clear shot all the way down uh the the hallway and so about halfway through i realized that i don't hear footsteps anymore and i go all the way around to the other door and i look through the door and all i see is a dude with a hood up and he's staring into the peephole of oh, my shit. other door oh my god and the, like, oh, the other door it's almost creepier that it's the other the door. other door the other the, door because that Cause was the, the first people yeah. well no but that was the first people that i looked through yeah. and you weren't sneaking up to that first people either right so it's almost like they could have heard they could have heard right me there. exactly. Yeah. I, I'd have fell right on so, my ass. Well, but I thought I thought this was someone in the building screwing with me. That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah. So even more quietly, I, I I'm like I got to figure out who this person is because I got to tell the building manager. Right? Yeah. They've got a cloak up. They're probably uh, yeah, going to rob us or something. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I very very quietly sneak over to the other people. I don't hear another footstep from out in the hallway. But by the time I look through the other door, there is nothing there. Nothing, nothing. And I go back around to the other door and I look again. Nothing. There was nothing there the entire time. It was the I I still can't explain it. That's so Still creepy. can't explain that. See, I've never had a paranormal experience like at home. Like, I feel like if I had a, a, a ghost experience like where I live... I would have a really hard Getting time. Getting a new home? Because I'd be like, yeah, it's time to move. And I would just be well, like... we're going to burn this place to the ground. Yeah, pretty much. So, <laughs> so I've never had one at the crib. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I've got to ask about the the Hot Lake Hotel. Because okay. this is one of the episodes that I heard. Uh, actually, just this morning, I was listening to this one. And... Um, it sounds like not only paranormal stuff aside, this sounds like it was a very weird experience just going here. They made you watch a propaganda video like at the beginning of it. <laughs> what? Yeah. 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 So the Hot Lake Hotel is a hotel in the middle of nowhere, uh, Oregon. I think. Oregon. Maybe yeah. It was in, it yeah, was it was in Oregon. Oregon. Um, so basically, when I did my research for it, everyone was like, don't tell them you're there for ghost stuff. They'll kick you out. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, you know, all right, I'm not going to risk it, but we paid for a room. We can do whatever the sure, fuck yeah. we want. Yeah, it's yeah, all yeah, like yeah. public domain, you know? Yeah. So um, we go there 
And if, have you ever stayed at a bed and breakfast? Any of you guys? I have not. No. You have. I have. Yeah, that's a Norris thing. <laughs> Shut up, Ryan. I mean, but they're they're different. They're very. They're very different. It's like, like an Airbnb, but a little creepier. Like they're all still there. Yeah, and they're talking to you. Yeah, and it's very cool. Like a lot of them are really, really awesome and very homey. This one was like. I wish we had a film crew with us the whole time. Yeah, like, it was porcelain like, dolls on the shelf, creepy. Oh yeah, literally, it wow. looks like an, your grandma's house, only a huge one, this oh, giant one that God. also yeah. used to be an asylum and it, like had people who were murdered there, and like there's all kinds of stuff that happened oh, oh, there. Good. Great, but we walk <laughs> in. Let's still use this building, guys. Sure, of course, well, you got to. I mean, yeah. So they had renovated the place. We walk in and I told, I was with two comics and I told them both, hey, don't say anything about the ghost stuff. Mm -hmm. It's probably not true, but if they try to kick us out, I don't. Just keep it on the download. Let's just not talk about it. Right. We get to the front desk and this chick is in our face about what are you doing here? When are you going to like, what are you, what are you going to to do for dinner? Like we're, yeah, you're just like, we're just spending the night. Just like leave us alone. Right. So she walks in. And she's kind of like jumping all over the place because she goes, oh, you guys should be in the separate room. I'm going to set you up in another room. Oh, there's no toilet paper in here. Oh, I got to go get And we're just following her. <laughs> After like a five-hour drive, we've got our bags on our backs. I'm holding all my equipment. I'm exhausted. We're all hungry. And we're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> Finally, she sets us down on these pews in like this little church room. And she goes, all right, so you guys just watch the movie, and then when it's done, like, you know, we'll get you set up. And we're going, what are you talking about? Okay, why does yeah. this bed and breakfast has a, have, a like, a viewing room? An introductory exactly. movie. It was, a, like, a propaganda film for the Hot Lake Hotel. <laughs> oh. <laughs> about how we're not haunted? No, there was no mention of haunting. Oh, okay. It's a very religious place. Right? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. So it goes into the history of the place, which is cool. Then it goes into, like, the lady who runs the place, this old lady who got us all set up. Mm-hmm. She ages throughout the film. Like, they've added to it <laughs> for, like, years. You it said was, that it, go, like, so it wait, goes over did, the history. Does it, like, conveniently skip the part with the murder and the asylum and yeah, all that? Oh, yes. oh okay, it's, yeah, just check it. Yo, the tape is like the, the portrait of Dorian Gray. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, she, she goes into, like, how she met her husband who also runs the place and like their little love story and then he also makes like bronze statues so it goes into that so it's just compounding the weirdness factor by a a bajillion the video is not helping (laughs) exactly and all of us are sitting there like it it was so cheesy the way it was done it could have been on adult swim like it should put it on adult swim i would pay a million dollars to see this movie (laughs) you can go there and buy the dvd of Film. I'm not oh, kidding. No. I'm oh not God. kidding. One of the guys I, in our chat said this sounds like the start of an Outlast game, and I played that game. I agree. It does. Yes, it really it does. does. Like does. At, the, at the end of the movie, does the old woman end up coming out of the screen grudge style <laughs> at you? So, no, literally, while we're watching it, the lady is pacing down the hall behind us, making sure we're still watching it. And the comic that I had on for that episode, we were joking about, like, uh, Kyle, we Kyle were, Berger was yeah, it? Kyle yeah, Kyle Berger. Yeah, Carl Berger. We were joking that we're like, we wanted to stop watching it but we thought she'd kill us like, I know, like she was like just don't don't stop before it's over or i'll kill you okay, okay. All right. wow wow that is really oh creepy. God, i'm legit terrified i know right it was um 
awesome. Have, like, <laughs> yeah, it was way scarier than all of the ghost stories I had about the place. I was like, this place is just freaking me out. So that's so, that's so, excellent. Uh, I had a question that following this now seems a little asinine, but uh, <laughs> any comic that you could pick, like, like what's like your your white whale comic to have on on your podcast? Another easy question. Uh, my very first episode, I talked about working with. Um, Oh, now I'm blanking out. Oh, oh, no. oh, oh no! You're a white whale. No, 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 he is my white whale, and I'll explain <laughs> why. But uh, he does um, that movie about weed. Oh, Super high me, Doug uh, Benson. Oh, Doug Benson. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah. Doug Benson is my white whale, and it's because before I started, I didn't know any comedians, nobody, and I love Doug Benson. So I just sent him a message on Instagram, just like kind of dicking around. I didn't think he was yeah. going to answer me. Right. And I was like, hey, if you ever see this, I have a proposition for you to promptly turn down. <laughs> <laughs> so you really sold it. I was really... Well, yeah. I didn't think he'd even see it. Yeah, right. Yeah, absolutely. And he responded with, what is this proposition? And followed me on Instagram, which at the time no I had to accept. And I was like, allowed. <laughs> and so... I'll allow it. Yeah, you know what? We'll give you a shot, Benson. Yeah. So... <laughs> I tell him, I'm like, oh my God, well, I'm starting this show. I'm going to go to haunted places with comedians. I would love to have you on. Like, I think you're great. And then he promptly unfollowed me. Oh. <laughs> and didn't respond. I think when I said proposition, yeah. he was thinking something different. So my very first episode, <laughs> I'm with my friend David out in Portland, and we talk shit about Doug Benson the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so now... Every time I'm in L.A., I'm like, hey, Doug, me again. <laughs> like, I'll be in L.A. from these dates. And now he answers me. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, he man. He hasn't agreed to do an episode yet, but Doug is my white whale. You're, you're going to have to email us also, when you actually, when that oh, episode yeah, actually totally. happens, because I want I absolutely want to hear it. If I can work it out to make it the like finale of season two, I will. But we'll see what we'll see what that's feeling. Has there been anyone that you reached out to that said, absolutely, I will not do this just based on the premise alone? Like, I, I will not go to someplace that frightening. Yeah, they've given you the, just, no, absolutely not. Oh, like tons of people. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I would have thought that comedians would have had at least thicker skin towards that kind of stuff. I, I think you underestimate, like, <laughs> people's fear, even in, like, something like haunted houses at Halloween time. Like, some well, people the number just... one, listen, the number one fear in this country is public speaking. So we already know that they're able to overcome that fear. Yeah. Right. Comedians are a sensitive bunch. Yeah, I've noticed. <laughs> so, you know, I've noticed. I sometimes get the, um, I'll do it, but I don't want to go somewhere too scary. <laughs> that's when I'm like, okay, now it, we're bro. going someplace really <laughs> yeah, frightening. Exactly. I would love to go to a baseball game, but I don't want to go somewhere that's too outside. Oh, yeah. My God. It's, it's like, yeah, she's going to come back and be like, okay, well, I guess we'll do our next episode at Arby's. That'll be fun. <laughs> Actually, um, I mean, I do try to be sensitive to like what comedians feel comfortable with and like, sure, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But funny story, I brought my friend David Adjicum is actually from here. He went to Lasser as well, and I told him I was like, "Hey, when I'm in LA, I'm gonna be you know doing a couple episodes. Do you want to do one?" Mm-hmm. He was like, "Yeah." And he goes, let me tell you what, he's black. He goes, black dudes don't fuck with ghosts. <laughs> so give me give me something easy. And I was like, I got you, bro. Like we go way back. I'll I'll make sure you're comfortable. All right. What ends up happening is <laughs> the comic I wanted to work with for one episode, it, it didn't work out. Yeah, yeah. And I ended up plugging David into that one. Uh-huh. And I told him, I go, David, I'm going to protect you. 
we're doing a really good episode. Uh-huh. And he was like, what does that mean? Uh, what does like, really good <laughs> mean? Just trust me. You might be uncomfortable, but it'll be worth it. We did the Queen Mary in Long <gasps> Beach, California, Ooh, oh my God. <laughs> which is one of the most haunted locations in the United States. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a haunted ghost How did you get permission ship. to go to the Queen Mary for overnight, really? I asked. Oh, then, okay, there's <laughs> a, lot of, okay. a lot of times all you just got to yeah. do is ask. Yeah, yeah that's, that's fair. true. Yeah. It's really true. Well, it's I mean, awesome there. there's also the Stillwell in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. If you ever go, like, if you ever want to do uh, an episode at a, a horrible an, an easy and I one. Mean really bad hotel. Uh, it's called the Stillwell. And it's in L.A.? Yes. Yeah, sure Downtown is. L.A. Yep. yep. And uh, Ghost tapped me on the shoulder at least like four times. It, it, I, I believe it's haunted by the owner of one of the bars. The bars. The bar that's yeah. 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 Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. But, but I don't think it's in like a malicious way. I think he just hangs out. Yeah. Oh, wait. No. It's haunted by him. He's. Yeah. 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 All of these guys are passed out yeah, we're all behind me. And I thought it was one of them trying to get through to like go to the bathroom or something. It's also the tiniest room in history. It he is. Would, he yeah. would need to move for us to get so, to the bathroom. So like yeah. the first time I feel like a tap on my shoulder and I turn around, no one's there. And I realized at some point that I'm like, I'm, I'm using my laptop in front of a mirror. So every time it would, it would happen after that, I'd just look up in the mirror. And by the fourth time, it was on the other shoulder. And I'm just like, I'm over it. If you, if you want something, just let me know. Like, if you <laughs> You know what I mean? Something to yeah. talk about, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Sarah, Sarah Jones has been our guest here on Checkpoint XP. Uh, let them know how they can find the show and uh, where they can connect with you on social media. Oh, yeah. So you can find the show anywhere you get your podcast. It's called Laughing in the Dark. Um, you can find it on YouTube at Lit Dark Podcast, L-I-T-D-A-R-K Podcast. That's also our website, LitDarkPodcast.com. You can find us on Instagram at LitDarkPodcast. Just, you know, Google it. <laughs> there you go. Sarah Jones, thanks for hanging out with us today thanks here so on Checkpoint XP. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. This is awesome. Hey, there you go. Sarah Jones, thanks so much for your time, Sarah. And by the way, make sure you check out her podcast. It's called Laughing in the Dark. You can find it at litdarkpodcast.com. Uh, I know that Joe and I have been uh, listening to episodes ever since this interview. And uh, by the way, share your own spooky stories with us. Uh, connect with us on social media. That's Checkpoint XP on Facebook and Twitter and Checkpoint underscore XP on Instagram. That's going to do it for the Checkpoint XP podcast. Thanks so much for checking out the show. CheckpointXP.com is where you can find out more info about the show as well as interviews from past episodes and a whole lot more. That's all over at CheckpointXP.com. Stay up to date on all the latest by following us on social media. That's CheckpointXP on Facebook and Twitter and Checkpoint underscore XP on Instagram. And if you like the show, please, I'm going to remind you again, consider dropping by our Apple podcast feed and giving us a rating and a review checkpoint xp is a production of beasley esports xp our theme is provided by the band weird at last for the checkpoint xp crew who are obviously not here robbie landis norris howard and joe sloan i'm nate bender keep listening you've been listening to the checkpoint xp podcast make sure you subscribe to itunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts also tune into our weekly radio show for more information and the latest on esports and gaming go to checkpointxp.com